0: welcome to the sales and presentation podcast this is the podcast for businesses and individuals who want to transform their sales activity deliver awesome presentations and win more sales pitches and now here is your host trevor lee
1: This is Trevor Lee. This is the Sales and Presentation Podcast. This is episode number 91. And on this episode, I've got with me Simon Vincent. Simon is a very experienced marketeer. He now runs his own marketing company. And uh, Simon's going to share with us some insight and some tips and ideas for how to make the most of your marketing going into 2020, regardless of the size of business that you are. Because we all need our marketing to be driving our sales. And that's what we're going to get from this interview with Simon. So enjoy the interview. And, uh, well, let's have a big round of applause for Simon as he joins us today. So I've got with me today Simon Vincent. Uh, Simon is a marketing guru, marketing expertise. Um, welcome to the podcast, Simon. Thank you very much for having me. Well, no, it's great to see you. And uh, we're sitting in Falmouth at the St. Michael's Hotel with cracking day be recording this just before Christmas. Now, Simon, there'll be lots of people listening to this podcast. It's going out at the beginning of 2020, and uh, they'll be thinking, Oh, we need to do, we need to improve our marketing. You know, it's something we know we need to do. We need to be better at it. We need to get a better return on it. So, I'm hoping that you might be able to share some tips and advice for those companies about how they should go about making their marketing much more effective in 2020. What do you reckon? What can you share with them?
0: Yeah, and I have a lot of sympathy for people who are in that position, business owners who are in that position. You know, a lot of us tend to start businesses with, uh, you know, a clear product or service in mind, and if we're good at it, uh, we tend to grow reasonably organically in the in the early stages. But I think at a certain point, most business owners get to a place where they need to do some marketing in order to spread it beyond simply kind of friends and family recommendations. And, and that's where it gets hard uh, because if your background isn't in marketing, it's in developing your product or service you know, marketing doesn't come naturally to, to, to a lot of people. So you're probably hearing the sorts of things where, you know, people are saying, you need a website, or you need SEO, or you should do social media marketing, or and you've probably heard a thousand and one different things, and you probably think there's a lot of merit to all of them, but you have no idea where to start. You have a limited amount of budget, you have a limited amount of time to get to understand these things. So where are you going to start, and how are you going to, you know, how are you going to find out how to progress? And I think that the core thing that I would try to get across to anybody in that position would be to to think of your marketing in two ways, with two strands. Think about it from a tactical point of view and think about it from a strategic point of view. When I talk about tactics, that's what people tend to do. So they tend to think, I need a website, I need email marketing, I need social, I need whatever. They're all tactics and they are all useful and beneficial in some capacity, but you have to have a really broad understanding of what all of those tactics are before you choose the ones that are right for your business in this particular point in your growth. The second thing I would say is make sure you think strategically. And strategic, strategy is about something that is far more overreaching than the tactics that you use. It's about understanding really genuinely what your place in the market is. What does make you different? And that's really difficult to do nowadays, by the way, to, to simply say, you know, I'm a restaurant or, you know, or I, I build product X and to be able to say that I'm better than the next person or cheaper than the next person, or or all of these sorts of things, it's a really, really difficult skill to work out something that is compelling enough and still based in fact about yourself. So when we talk about thinking about strategy, that's about uh, working out what it is that you do that's different to your competitors, um, and about being able to articulate that in a way that is easy for people to understand and and then action and and then you know and and why your customers should buy from you.
1: That's great, that's great and um, I get what you say about tactics because I think one of the things I see with the businesses that I have conversations with um, is that it can be quite overwhelming because there are so many different routes you can go down and, and a lot of businesses don't have mega marketing budgets, they don't have people on site with that strategic expertise and I, I see them and they get a they get somebody who writes to them and says you've got to do SEO or you've got to do uh, AdWords or you've got to do you know s- something else and and, and it, social media so it, it it is quite overwhelming yeah so how would you how would you recommend that a business that is feels as though they're overwhelmed in the first place and really not sure which route to go down uh, any top tips that you know they you know, they could sort of like try and address. And really focusing on a thing that will
0: best work for them,
1: even though it might not be trendy. Yep. And it might not be the thing that everybody's talking
0: about, but it might work best for their business. Absolutely. I, and yeah, we're all familiar with those emails that we all get saying, you know, you need SEO and SEO is this and all the rest of it. And yeah, it is difficult to cut through that noise. And I think um, what I would what I would urge businesses to do is to think about uh, essentially a four step uh, part uh, process towards buying from any business. Um, And those four steps are awareness, consideration, sales, and then retention. So all businesses need, in in varying degrees, and some of them need some things more than others and other things at, at other stages. But in order to buy a product, we need to first of all be made aware that it exists uh, in the first place. And like I say, particularly if your if your product is new or niche or different, then awareness is actually the number one thing you need to get across in your marketing. And there are a number of tactics that are really good for awareness building, which you can you know you can find out when you look deeper into it. Uh, the second stage is about consideration. People know that your product exists, so this is uh, you know or like. People know that they need a plumber, for example, but then you have a massive amount of competition of other people offering plumbing services. So at that second stage, it's about consideration and it's about trying to gain a competitive advantage. It's about trying to say, you know, that I exist. Maybe you found, you know, you found my website or whatever. Yeah. This is why you should choose me as opposed to to, to my competitors. And that's there's a, a separate set of tactics that will help to achieve those get those those aims and are good at doing that. The third stage you've obviously got sales and that's about making sure it's really easy for people to buy from you and in some cases that'll be making sure that your you know your shop is in the right place you know in in the real world or it might be about making sure your website is well set up to be able to buy through and the final stage and this is what's often missed by uh, I think a lot of companies a lot of companies tend to think of sales as being the end goal. The fourth stage is about retention. It's about, okay, you bought from me once. With a lot of companies, you might be wanting for people to buy from you again. It's not always the case when people buy a car, typically you know, we know that they're gonna probably stick with it for five years or something like that. But with most companies, there is a certain sense of loyalty that you want to, 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 to build into to your, your sales funnel. And again, there are a certain group of tactics that are really great for being able to encourage loyalty. So if I bought from you and you have my email address, have you thought about for example email marketing, which is a great way of reminding people that your product exists and sending them you know reminders when it's appropriate to say, "Hey you bought something for us last year. Are you interested in buying from us again?"
1: great and those um, I suppose one of the challenges for a lot of businesses um, is just finding the time to, to sit down and work through those four steps um, any advice on how should they do that once a month or once a quarter or should they be doing it now for the rest of the year or you know if they haven't got a marketing plan you know there will be businesses listening to this podcast who won't have a marketing plan Um, and they will be businesses listening to this podcast who will be buying marketing kind of ad hoc almost on the hoof someone virtually knocks on the door great idea oh we better do that you know very reactionary absolutely how how can you? Add, what would advice? What advice would you give to those businesses to say, you know, just take a step back? Yeah, you know, before you make a hasty decision. Is there is is there any thought sort of thoughts you could give on
0: that? Oh, absolutely. And and I, you know, I hear this an awful lot from a uh, you know from a lot of different businesses where they've grown to a certain yeah. point along the way. Somebody said, well, maybe do a bit of adverti- you know, a bit of AdWords, Google pay per click advertising, do a bit of this, and they've entered into it and they've tried it. And often what I hear is it didn't work. And often, what I say to people is, "Well, what were you expecting from it? Because in order to know whether or not it worked, you need to understand what it was good, what what it is typically good at, and therefore what you can expect to achieve from it." And um, a lot of a lot of people go into it thinking, "If I'm going to spend X amount of money, it has to lead to X number of sales." And actually, some of these things are are suit different parts of the sales funnel, the awareness part of the sales funnel, or the retention part of the sales funnel. But they don't actually suit that that third stage of sales. Right. So when they're trying to measure success of, uh, or failure of that particular tactic, they are not um, they're not well equipped to be able to understand whether it was successful or or, or a failure because they didn't. They, they just got told you should do it and they didn't, weren't told why they should do it and they hadn't put it together as part of the plan. Yeah. So in terms of a, how you would approach that, now is a great time and we're right at the very beginning of the year to be able to think about a, a whole year approach. Try, you know, you're probably aware of what your kind of budgets are for marketing at this particular point of the year or what you think you might want to be spending on your marketing at this point of the year. January is a fantastic time to be able to sit there and try to think about Really, what are our key aims? What do we actually need to do, uh, and 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 try to work out the strategy of what you're going to do, so that you can then apply the tactics throughout the year. And some things may come in and out as the year goes on. So if you have, you know, if summer is your busiest time, you may decide that's the time when you bring in social media ads, for example, just for two or three months over the summer. Uh, similarly, if Christmas is your big time of the year, you might you might apply those tactics there. But it's really about working out now what the strategy is for where your key points are in the year and what sort of tactics you might use to be able to help you to achieve those aims at certain points in the year. And if you can plan that strategy out now, then the tactics will be, well, will be considered enough so that they actually have a, a better chance of working when you actually put them in place.
1: Okay. Now, talking of strategy, you, for your own business... I understand I've got a new strategy going into 2020 where you've, you've sort of pivoted your own business, you've reflected on that, and you, you, you're offering a, a slightly different way of thinking about what, you know, the service that you offer. So yeah. tell us about your new venture, Simon, and how it works, and how some of the businesses listening to this might well benefit from it.
0: Sure. So XCMO is the, the, the name of the new business. I've been, a, uh, um, I've been supporting people tactically and with their marketing for, for 15 years now. Um, XCMO is really an attempt to formalise that uh, strategic approach to to doing the marketing. Uh, XCMO stands for External Chief Marketing Officer. Uh, right. A lot of companies, okay. a lot of companies, uh, you know, understand that they need some sort of strategic marketing director type figure within the company, but they're daunted by the prospect of having to spend upwards of seventy to you know one hundred and fifty thousand pounds on on a salary for that sort of a person. So what XCMO attempts to do is, uh, we go into businesses, we understand, we get under the skin of, you know, what it is that they're trying to do, you know, what it, you know, what their main routes to market are, you know, what is it that makes them different? Why did the, the the CEO or the founder of that company? Why were they so compelled to start their company and to do to to to, to do something? Um, and. And then what we then do is we say, well, now we're going to design a strategy for you that helps you to to then attach those those tactics. So all those problems that those companies have currently, where you know they know they need some support, but they don't know what's the right thing to do. Um, you know they have no way of being able to articulate why they're in, why they're important and different within their sector. Um, those are the problems that we're trying to fix, trying to help to help them to articulate what they need to do trying to make that message coherent compelling um, and consistent throughout every single part of it and then designing and delivering a campaign for them across the whole of the year that helps them to make sure that that, that they uh, that they that they they get the best bang for their buck when they actually do go out and do marketing tactical activity
1: and uh, my understanding is that you you've got a, a you know a group of freelance specialists that you're going to work with so if one of those companies that you work with listening to this then one of those companies might be really thinking actually we could really do with someone like Simon because you know we know we need a new website and we know we then need to promote it and market it and all that sort of stuff so my understanding is you've got a series of of experts behind you who will build the website and do the SEO and social media marketing and all that
0: is that kind of how the model works? Absolutely, that's that's exactly right. So you know, in the same way that you would bring in an XCMO for a set number of days per month, for example, rather than employing them nine to five Monday to Friday, um, the benefit that a business gets is that you would also bring in the expertise, the technical expertise, on the same sort of a basis. So you're you wouldn't pay uh, you know, whereas you would pay a, a traditional marketing agency. Uh, you know, you're covering the overheads of them running that agency Monday to Friday, 9 to 5. Um, in, when you work with XCMO, what you're getting access to is uh, freelance, freelance specialists, all based in the UK. Um, all people who have 10, 15 years worth of experience plus, they're out there doing this freelance gig on their own. So they've, they've got enough expertise and skills to be able to do this full time. Um, and what you're doing is you're paying for them by the hour. So, if you want five hours worth of SEO a month, or you want ten hours of SEO per month, you pay just for those five or ten hours. And the benefit of that is that obviously it is far more cost-effective, and you're still getting all the skills and expertise of somebody who has 15 years of experience, rather than, for example, it being kind of passed down to other members of an agency team to be able to kind of to to execute on your behalf.
1: Excellent. Well, I'm sure Simon, there are people listening to this podcast who are thinking, actually. This is a really good idea because we recognise we're at the stage with our business where we need to grow now. We need some really top-level marketing strategy, and they're looking and thinking, God, oh, it's going to cost us an absolute fortune to have a high-level marketing, you know, director-level person in." But you can offer that service much, much, you know, with much less overhead by the sound of it, but mm-hmm. still giving them the. The amount of time that they need is that absolutely. kind of how it
0: works absolutely yeah, yeah. that's exactly what we're trying yeah. to
1: achieve yeah so Simon how do people get hold of you how do they make contact with you to take this forward to the next step
0: so the best thing for them to do is to, to look me up uh, look up my website and that's x-cmo.com um, and they'll be able to find all the the relevant details of how to call me and email me and everything else from there basically
1: great stuff great stuff well listen great to have you on the show Best of luck with your new venture in 2020. And thank you very much for sharing some really top tips for everybody to take forward and and make their marketing really zing in 2020. And of course, if they decide they can't do it on their own, they know who to come to. Simon, terrific to have you on the show. Thank you very much for being a guest. Thanks, Trevor.
0: Thank you for listening. The Sales and Presentation Podcast is a production of Trevor Lee Media. If your organization needs to transform its sales activity and re-energize its sales team, you need help with a key presentation or sales pitch then please get in touch with trevor via trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk or call him on 07785 390 717 if you enjoyed the podcast please do leave a review on itunes or via your podcast app thank you